This is a bonus episode of Making Sunday Happen, Coronavirus and the Church, audio tips for live streaming with James Wassum. Let's do it. This is the definitive podcast for helping you plan, create, and execute dynamic worship experiences at your church. Useful, practical content in the areas of production, worship, communications, first impressions, and more. This is Making Sunday Happen. Well, hey guys, welcome to a very special bonus episode of Making Sunday Happen on Coronavirus and the Church. If you missed our bonus episode yesterday, please jump back and watch it. We hosted a leader roundtable with some powerhouse folks in our industry. We had Luke McElroy from Salt Conference, Justin Dean from That CC, Luke Miller from Worship House Media, Katie Allred and Kenny Jang from Church Communications, Stephen Brewster, and Ben Stapley, all together on one roundtable discussion. We talked about the state of the church, where we are, what we're seeing. Uh, We talked about the state of conferences, what's been canceled, what's been postponed, what we just don't know yet. Uh, We also talked through what we're seeing and hearing from churches and how to go from here. So be sure to jump back and check out that episode at makingsundayhappen.com, makingsundayhappen.com. This week, I welcomed my friend James Wassum to the podcast. I've had James on several times, but I I wanted to bring James back to talk through audio tips for live streaming. A lot of you, uh, the three things, biggest things that we're hearing uh, when it comes to the need for churches, the, the training that you need is, how do I get my live stream going? What do I do on my live stream? That's number one. Number two is... Students number three is uh or is kids and students. That's the the top two things that we're hearing is live stream and kids and students. Okay, so we want to hit on all of those. Okay, so uh, yesterday was kind of a roundtable, uh, uh, kind of getting a state of the church and where we are from all these leaders. Uh, today is all about audio tips for live streaming. So if you need help um, from zero to a hundred. Uh, uh, setting up your audio for your live stream and some things that you can do to make that better. That's happening in this episode. And tomorrow, uh, we're going to be releasing a bonus episode with the guys from Living as One uh, and also uh, Kevin Hurdle um, from freeonlinechurch.com. So we're going to be talking all about video live streaming tomorrow. So today is audio live stream. Tomorrow is video live stream. So be here for that. So we're going to jump right to my conversation with James Wassum, all about audio tips for your live stream. Here we go. Check this out. Hey guys, today I welcome back my friend James Wassum to talk about some audio tips for live streaming at your church. This is a bonus episode of our podcast and James and I are both coming from you. Uh, from a secret bunker. Uh, no one knows about James. You're in an undisclosed location. We cannot disclose where you are. So thank you for joining me. That's right. We won't uh, talk about any locations or any ways to find me here, but we're going to talk about technology by way of technology here. We're both working yeah. remotely and this is a, yeah. this is a great discussion. This is a no contact podcast right here. I'm That's keeping right. my distance from you. We should put like a black bar in between us our video feeds. <laughs> we should. You know, we should. Just, some, just some distancing there. 
<laughs> social distancing that's great all right man we'll get us started here what obviously uh everything's been in turmoil the last uh week or so um what are what are you hearing on the ground people that have contacted you what are what are we hitting um that that people need help with yeah so uh last week it was all about uh how do we keep ourselves safe during a group worship service right so uh, I put out a number of different resources for helping folks sanitize and clean their microphones and keep things uh, clean behind the console and that sort of stuff. Make sure you're not, uh, you know, passing germs back and forth during worship service. We don't want to do that with our tech gear, right? Uh, but uh, this week, all of a sudden, the discussion turned to live streaming. And uh, because of the more robust social distancing uh, limitations that are being put in place, a lot of churches are just going straight to a live stream broadcast only. Um, and there's a lot of setups happening right now where things are really quick. Maybe churches that have never streamed before are having to get up to speed with it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's all the common challenges that come along with <clears throat> deploying new technology like that. So that, that's really a lot of what I've been hearing the last few days. So obviously audio is a major component, uh, for online church. We want to make sure that things can be heard well. Um, so uh, maybe I'm repeating myself here, but what questions are you being asked specifically when it comes to audio for live streaming? Yeah, well, the, the biggest issue is, you know, how do we get it sound decent? Um, you know, there's a lot of problems with live streaming in terms of capturing the room. And when you do it really fast, a lot of times you try to use a built-in microphone or something like that mm -hmm. uh, with the camera or if you're <clears throat> broadcasting through a smartphone. Uh, so that's probably not going to give you the best audio quality. Uh, so we always recommend trying to use an external microphone or even take an audio feed off of a mixing console. Uh, in terms of doing that from a church that is not necessarily mixing for a live congregation, this is actually a lot easier to do. So if you have a pastor or a small worship team and you're just behind the mixing console and you don't have to mix for the live room, uh, you can mix a very high quality uh, dedicated audio feed for your live streaming uh, uh, encoder and all your sources there. So that actually makes it a lot easier if you don't have to mix for the live room. So right. So a lot of people uh, in, in a normal setting are going to balance the mix of the live environment, the live room versus the stream. A lot of times the stream is kind of the second uh, you know, play second fiddle um, to what's happening in the room. So obviously this is kind of a switch. So give us some tips on how to mix. Um, do we, you know, for that dedicated stream? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a big one for sure. And, and whether it's dedicated or even secondary, um, the key is going to be to, first of all, get your microphones pointed in the right direction or capture uh, the sound you want from the uh, pastor or from the worship team, mix that in. But uh, before you send it on to your live streaming hardware, you want to make sure and compress it. Uh, one of the biggest things that people forget about is compressing the live audio feed for the broadcast. And what that does is it lowers or limits the dynamic range so that the viewer at home has a much better and more consistent uh, listening experience. 
It's very similar to what people do on the radio. When you listen to music on the radio, it's highly compressed because uh, you're, you're listening in your car or, or wherever you happen to be. And if they don't compress it, you're going to miss a lot of that lower volume information or the higher volume information is going to completely blow out your loudspeakers. So what they do is they compress it and they bring the highs down. That allows them to turn the volume up a little bit. And that's a much more consistent experience. Uh, you can also do a little bit of EQ on the master audio feed just to make sure it's nice and warm and, and intelligible. Um, but that, that's mostly done on the source side, but you can clean it up a, a little bit in your master output as well. But that's the number one thing, compress the audio going to the live stream. Okay, so I want to get into some audio tips for live stream, but I also want to balance. So, and you mentioned this, um, we're in a couple of different scenarios, either a small group of people like your worship band, your tech guy, your pastor are going to the church. They're recording, uh, either streaming it live or they're pre-recording their message, their whole service um, or pieces of and putting that together as a pre-recorded piece online. That's two scenarios. Then the, the last scenario is nobody's going to the church. The pastor is doing their message from an iPhone at his house and, or, or something like that, getting a small group together in a pastor's home maybe a worship leader with a guitar, like that, that's the scenario that we're talking about. So speak to each of those and maybe help us raise the game in each of those scenarios audio wise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, we talked about kind of using a, an, an external microphone for that, and that can be a number of different microphones, but you want to put that in the right spot. Uh, try to limit uh, as much kind of the, the big acoustic room tone and capture uh, the more up close and personal uh, tone of what you're uh, going for. So a lot of times you can use a clip-on microphone for a pastor that's got a long enough cord to reach you or a wireless mic. Uh, and let's say you're using a, a, a smartphone to broadcast, you can use an audio input into the smartphone as your external microphone. Um, they also make microphones like a shotgun mic that you'd use for a video camera. They make those that can plug into a smartphone. There's also kind of all-in-one smartphone rigs that you can buy uh, if you have the time to get one of those that, that have stereo mics built into them. So it's really handy for on-the-go use. Uh, in terms of, of getting the right audio feed coming in, uh, you want to make sure it's not too loud and overdriving the input of your audio device, whether that's a smartphone or a computer that you're using to live stream from. And so you got to take the time to set the gain on that microphone preamp or on the smartphone so that it doesn't blow out the input. Uh, most of the time when I hear a live stream, it's either too quiet or way too loud and it's starting mm -hmm. to clip uh, the circuitry in there. So uh, pay attention to that. That's kind of part of the sound check process that you need to go through. It's not simply seeing the green uh, you know, volume level meters and saying, okay, we've got signal, let's go. Um, we want to make sure it actually sounds halfway decent before it goes live. So I want to, uh, maybe we can get together and do a resource uh, for this, but um, the pastors who are, and you mentioned this, um, maybe act like I'm completely dumb, okay? So I got my iPhone, all right? What am I searching for on Amazon? And we can post a link in the show notes uh, for this, but what, what am I buying? What plug am I going into? Walk me through some super elementary stuff here. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you've got an older iPhone, it has a headphone jack uh, built into it and yep. uh, you can get these devices that are, uh, that it's a clip-on microphone. If you're one person talking uh, through the live stream and maybe you have a, a tripod or a small stand set up in front of you, uh, you could set that up just kind of the view that we've got here on this video conference, we can set that up uh, as a live stream or set it up farther in the room. But they make microphones and they don't cost a whole lot. They're anywhere from 10 to $20 that you can clip on and there's a wire that can plug into that headphone jack. Mm -hmm. Now other iPhones or uh, let's say uh, Samsung devices, if they don't have a headphone jack, they'll have a dongle that you can plug into the lightning port or the other ports available. Uh, you can even use Bluetooth. I've used Bluetooth headsets uh, with a with a high level of success, and a lot of them are built to cut out background noise and things like that. You just kind of have the little bug on your ear, right? But uh, it's, it sounds pretty good. So don't be afraid to experiment with that. Okay, so let's walk through five different audio tips that you have for live streaming. Um, okay, so these are the most important tips that you can use to ensure great sounding audio on your live stream. You've hit on a little bit, um, but your first tip is don't use the uh, internal mic from the camera or smartphone. You talked to this, but get into more detail for me on this one. Yeah, basically the microphone that's built into these, a lot of these devices is used just as a confidence microphone mm -hmm. uh, for, you know, just to capture the, the rough audio. Sync up the uh, right audio the later camera. in video. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, so what you want to do is use a microphone. You may want to position the microphone differently than where the camera is. And a lot of times that is the case either because of noise concerns or it's just not the best spot in the room for a audio mic, right? Uh, it's great for a camera, but not audio. So that's, that's one reason. Um, and if you're using a, let's say a, a regular camera, you still want to use the offboard microphone, like a shotgun mic or something that you're aiming towards the stage or the speakers or towards a couch. Let's say we're doing a broadcast from the living room, right? Um, you know, we can capture more precise audio that way. So that's, that's kind of the biggest reason for using that. Uh, definitely, definitely take the time to try to set that up right. And the onboard mic works in a pinch, but it's not going to be full range and high quality sound. Would you suggest us live streaming uh, or pre-recording? Do you have a, a place that you would, where would you land on that? Well, if your internet bandwidth is stable enough and uh, your device supports it, uh, absolutely live streaming can be a high quality experience. Um, but for more control and the ability to clean things up, if you have kind of post-production facilities or, or, you know, just basic software that you can do some quick editing, uh, that's often an easier way to do it. And you could even record uh, the audio on, on a separate device if you wanted to, or have multiple inputs coming into a computer or from a mixer and put that together in post, uh, post-production. Obviously that's a little more involved technically, so it's not for everybody but it's a much more controlled experience. So if you can do that, by all means, that'll be the most stable way to, to create your video. But live streaming uh, has gotten a lot better and a lot easier over the years. And, and today it's super easy to go live. And as long as your internet connection is stable from wherever you're broadcasting, go for it. Which we, uh, we I mean, we all thought that Facebook might not be able to handle the load on Sunday. It seemed to do okay. Um, 
so that should be it should be fine this week. I mean, more more and more churches are are going online this week, so we'll see. But uh, seem to hold up pretty good. Um, okay, tell me about uh, compression and EQing my audio feed. Yeah, we already touched on this a little bit, but uh, in terms of specific settings uh, for compression, that limits that dynamic range or the the levels from high to low. And you want to start with a setting of about four to one. That's the ratio uh, knob on the compressor. So you want to set that about four to one or even up to 10 to one. Uh, You get much higher than 10 to one and it starts to really compress that signal and you get no dynamic range. Uh, so, so you don't want to necessarily squash it completely, but you want to limit that, those extra loud signals so you can keep it consistent for the listener at home. Uh, the other thing you want to do is do a little bit of EQ. Uh, if you have that option, a lot of times just cutting those low frequencies, uh, takes out some of the room rumble and that low tone, uh, that can kind of be distracting. You don't need any of that stuff anyway. And most people that are listening on a smartphone or computer speakers can't hear all that low frequency through that anyhow. Mm -hmm. Um, So cut everything from about 50 hertz or 80 hertz all the way down um, and let the rest of it come through. You can EQ some of the higher frequencies, kind of take care of some of that, um, you know, higher pitched room tone or or knock off some of the hiss uh, that can happen in some of these feeds. But for the most part, um, your EQ, you just want it to sound natural. So you spoke on this a little bit earlier as well, and I want to drill into this because this one's pretty important, and that is to set the audio levels for distortion because uh, a lot of people don't test this out. Uh, you know, they just set up their gear and let it let it roll, and they're not they might not realize that it's you know so distorted that they can't hear anything. So t- tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, you know what the number one issue with that is, is uh, doing sound check. And then, uh, especially if there's a band playing or, or even with the pastor, you do a sound check, everybody's like, check, one, two, okay, sounds great. Then you get into it and they're like, all right, today we're going to talk about this and this. All of a sudden the volume's you know, jacked up and mm-hmm. the worship band kicks in and it's just blowing the signal out and we forget to monitor that on the live stream if we're mixing for you know, the live room or something. Right. And the listener at home is just like, this is garbage. I'm going to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. you lose a lot of people that way because the audio can be very poor quality and it just, yeah, it ruins the entire experience. So take, uh, take care to set those levels and we'll get into this step in a little bit, but monitor that stream during the course of an event to make sure that you're not getting too loud. Yeah, so you hit on this, test your stream early and often. Um, a lot of times, like you said, people will set it and forget it kind of thing um, and not monitor that, not look at it, not test it. So give me some tips here. How do we test it and how do we monitor the live stream and adjust as we need to? Yeah, this goes for the audio and video portion of any live streaming or video production is, is start setting up earlier than you think you need to. Um, and try doing some test streams, ideally the day before you do some uh, test streams, uh, just to make sure that everything's working right. If you're already working with the setup that you know works and it's consistent all the time, every time, by all means, you can show up and do your, you know, 30 minute sound check and you're good to go. But if you're just getting started live streaming, uh, take the time to, to set things up and, and monitor it, do a test stream, monitor both ends or all ends of that stream, 
and get it going right and test every single component, test the video and the lighting side, test mm -hmm. the audio from the microphone all the way through if you're using a mixer or straight into an iPhone or something like that. And uh, one thing that I find helpful actually with audio, especially in the simple setups, is just doing a, a local recording. That'll tell you a lot about whether you're getting the audio through to the computer or the iPhone. And then you can play that back. You don't actually have to stream it online to do a quick check for those things. Mm -hmm. What you do need to check is that the video and the bandwidth from your device when you do start streaming is consistent. So you wanted to monitor the stream, ideally on another network that isn't what you're broadcasting on, but monitor that stream and make sure it's consistent uh, for the user coming down to the device. Good. Okay. So for those who are keeping track and we'll lay all of this out for you in the show notes and, uh, and put it up on screen here. So number one, don't use the internal mic from a camera or smartphone. Number two, compress and EQ your audio feed. Number three, set audio levels to avoid distraction. Number four, test your stream early and often. Number five, monitor the live stream and adjust as needed. Um, all right, so wrap us up here, James. How will these five tips help us improve, kind of put a button on our conversation? Yeah, uh, doing all of these things will create a more consistent experience for the viewer at home because if you don't provide that experience, uh, they're going to start tuning out. Uh, it doesn't matter how good your video is. It doesn't how, uh, matter how good of quality that stream is. It could be super high definition, right? But if the audio isn't any good, they're not going to be able to engage with what you're transmitting. So take the right. time to get the audio right first and foremost. All suffer through low quality and even pixelating video uh, if the audio is okay. But if the audio is bad, I'm tuning out. So yep. take the time to set that up and get it right. Yeah, good. All right. Well, how can we find you if we have any uh, audio needs for our live stream? How can we get in touch with you and your resources? Sure. Yeah, you can uh, pop on over to greatchurchsound.com. I've got a contact form there. So if anybody's having some challenges, you can uh, go ahead and email me through that or come on over to uh, Facebook slash uh, Great Church Sound and yeah. you can join us there. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for your help and how you continue to, to serve the church during this time. And uh, man, thank you so much. Appreciate all that you're doing. Absolutely. And thank you, Carl. This is great that you're putting all these resources together. I know there's a lot of folks that are kind of scrambling to get their media put together, especially for live streaming or doing some of these things in a way that they're not necessarily used to. So thank mm -hmm. you for the, your service and working yeah. on this as well. No problem, man. Thanks a lot. The show notes for this episode are available now at makingsundayhappen.com. Well, hey guys, as I leave you this week, I want to give you a free resource. Our team has put together an ebook called The Ultimate Live Streaming Guide. It's a 12-page book filled with resources and also gives you a step-by-step -step guide for how to set up your church's live stream. From how to start live streaming, how to use Facebook Live, how to go live on your church's website, the best streaming providers, and more. It's a great resource for you to navigate through the next foreseeable future. You can go to 1230.media forward slash live stream guide. That's 1230.media forward slash live stream guide to pick up your copy absolutely free. It's 100% 
free for you. 1230.media forward slash live stream guide. On our next bonus episode of the podcast, I'll welcome Nate Anderson from Living as One. Also, Colin Jones from Living as One. And also, I'll welcome Kevin Hurdle from Free Online Church. We're going to be talking all about your video live stream, how to do that from scratch, the best providers to use with Living as One, or this uh, free option with freeonlinechurch.com. You can take your Facebook live feed or your YouTube uh, feed, put it on that landing page, uh, and have one dedicated landing page for your stream with freeonlinechurch.com. Also talk with living the Living is One guys on what they're seeing and uh, and how we're ministering, uh, how they are ministering to the church with live stream. All right, continue to create incredible worship experiences for your church this week online, and I will see you next time. Making Sunday Happen is a production of the Ministry of 1230 Media. For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your church, visit makingsundayhappen.com.